and welcome back to Football Bloody Hell. I'm here with Gary, as always. As you could probably tell, we've got a bit of a snotty nose, the both of us. You're going to hear from Gary in a minute, and he's the same. Mm. Yeah, we've, we were a bit ill uh, last week, and trying to record when you've got a sore throat and do an hour-long podcast is probably the last thing you want to do when you've got a sore throat in it. So, uh. yeah, apologies if we missed a week. I'm sure no one cares. We're back. I'm not. We're back. We're no, back. I'm, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> not sorry in the slightest. But it's going about, mate. It it's is. It's going about. Why well, has got it now? Yeah, uh, well, it's our own fault. Cool have it in with you. Exactly. That's how I got that's how I got it. Not through living with you's. But... <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> Everyone just gets it from living with me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. I am um, yeah, mate. Sorry everybody, but um Health comes first. Yes, it does. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to laugh. I was going to start coughing up all sorts there. <laughs> it's a dangerous if you're, ground. If you're watching us on the video there, you might have seen a bit of phlegm just hit his camera. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> charming, wouldn't oh it? God. <laughs> but other than being on death's door and very nasally, yeah. like me, how are you? Yeah, decent, mate. Yeah, but we, haven't, we, we haven't really spoke normally, like behind this, the magic of the... Magic of the podcast. Yeah, chatting all the time. It just looks we? like, yeah, We've yeah, just been sending yeah, yeah. each other depressing, like, videos on Instagram, and that's pretty much it, really. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, that's I'm been dying. Most... I'm dying. I'm dying. <laughs> and, uh, that's like the only thing I could summon the strength to do was <laughs> flick up my phone for another reel. I'll, I'll send that one and that. <laughs> that one might make him laugh. That's what yeah, I spend most of my days doing now. Yeah. <laughs> And I'll laugh and cough my guts up. The thing yeah. is, though, like, I spend most of my days sending people reels. Yeah. I mean... You should share. Is there anything else get you can get do? On our, get on our um, Insta and just share them, then. Can you share reels? Nah. You, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I think so. I normally just share it's them with well, It's how well share them with other people. we are in, like, social media. Here. In like, uh, social media now that. Now that. How do you log in? <laughs> how do you... Log... <laughs> you know. Nah. I've just changed my phone for anybody who's listening or watching this. I've changed my phone, and every time I do something, I have to change the password, let Matt know what the password is, and then I forget it, and I can't log in. So and the email verification is set up to Matt. So I have this weird thing where I have to then reach out to you and say, it's not somebody breaking into our email account, it's me. I've forgot it again. The password I've set up, I've forgot again. <laughs> Can you unlock it, please? You know, you can search like, on our WhatsApp chat for, like, password, and then it'll just, like, find it. Yeah, I've starred them now. I've starred the WhatsApp message. Ah, so, right, okay. So when it inevitably happens again, I'm not prepared. I don't need you. But it's, it's, it makes us laugh, though, because, like, I use my dad's Amazon account, and, like, my dad's the most paranoid man on, on the planet when it comes to, like, his <laughs> Amazon account. For some reason, he, like, I, I don't think he's ever caught anyone doing anything on his Amazon account. I think he thinks he has, but it's probably just me. Yeah, just logging in. Yeah. You're on just it. Just logging that's, in. That's what so, like, but I, when I have to log in, because I, I do the same thing, but I give my dad, like, a day's warning. we like, look, I'm going to be logging into your Amazon account. When you get the verification code, it's me. It's not some... Random person. Uh, random fisher. fisher. Is that the right term? I guess I don't so, know, fishing, yeah. well, fishing's like social media, but then is it a fisher, a hacker? Yeah, it's, 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 Who gives it's, it's, a fucking shit? We're talking shite, really. It's a random so, fisherman. 
It's just a random fisherman. Hey, oh, doc, I've got this bloke's fucking Amazon account. I'm bound it's always company. someone from Yorkshire. It's always a Yorkshireman, isn't it? Whenever anything I say. Always a Yorkshireman. <laughs> Never to be trusted. <laughs> fucking Yorkshireman. I mean, Yorkshire, Yorkshire fisherman, that's the ones you really need to be worried about. Yorkshire fisherman, yeah. I know. Trouble then. But hey. But hey, man. account. <laughs> but... I mean, the good thing is, in the fact that we haven't recorded or, like, practically spoke to each other in, what, a week, which is a lot normally for us. Yeah. But um, can a few things to, to talk about if we really tried and if we wanted to be, like, proper serious. But at, at the point of recording this now, I think the day's events, and maybe just over, the, like, the latter end of the week, quite a lot happened, so I can't really remember what happened. Um. Last from last week's uh, game week, what game week five or whatever? I mean, what the Champions League and stuff has taken over as well. But one thing I do want to shout out is nice one, Russell Martin. Nice one, Russell Martin. What a fraud! Absolute fraud! And it's starting to get people are starting to cotton onto it now. They've lost four games since we battered them five one. And he's been found out, and I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the flag picture with Southampton. the the infamous flag uh, with the uh, Southampton update Russell Martin and Southampton have parred company by mutual consent when they say mutual consent I wonder when like at what point did like did that like finally run out where everyone's like oh yeah I'm sure of mutual consent because I'm sure he's both wanted it so yeah so our chairman came out in response to some comments that Darren Moore said about his end of being Sheffield Wednesday manager and said mm. he was pretty much forced out and whatnot. And Chan Siri came out and said, instead of sacking you, do you want to make it go mutual, mutual consent? So he gave Darren Moore the option, do you want to be sacked in the press or do you want it to be mutual <laughs> consent? I mean, is that is that a thing? <laughs> like, <laughs> you been sacked. You're, but... not, you're not staying. But which way do you want us to present it? <laughs> which way? That's so bizarre. But hey. Yeah. But, but it's, I mean, they reckon Darren Moore is going to be Huddersfield manager. Has he been announced as Huddersfield manager, actually? Because I think if he holds off another week, there should be some more jobs in the championship coming up. Yeah, yeah ours again. <laughs> yeah. He's, um, has he been. Darren Moore, new Huddersfield town boss, says new Neil Warnock left squad in great shape. Uh, yeah, it's it's legit now. He is um he is Huddersfield manager. Well, well, well. He likes Sheffield. He likes the area. He likes the area. Yeah, he likes is Huddersfield. Yorkshire, Yorkshire. Yeah. Is it really? Is Huddersfield really Yorkshire? One of my one of my mates from Sheffield, he's from the red and white side. He wouldn't even class uh, Sheffield Wednesdays. <laughs> this is in Sheffield. It was more Meadow Lane, same as Rotherham. He's like yeah. basically in Rotherham. <laughs> I just feel West Yorkshire. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. But yeah, Huddersfield manager. How does that make you feel? Well, the blue and white maybe got confused. <laughs> <Doing white stripes. laughs> it feels like home 
Yeah, he's picked. It, that, well, that's what they should have led with the media. They should have said Darren Moore has joined a team from Yorkshire who wear blue and white stripes, and everyone's <laughs> we go, oh, it's coming back, and then no, he's gone out of the just a troller. So that would have been amazing. I'd have loved it. I'd have asked. Oh, well. I'd have been like, yeah, that's funny. Like, I'll give him that. Well, <laughs> so, well, what I'm going to ask you to do, Matt, what I'm going to ask you to do is I'm going to ask you to park your Sheffield Wednesday feelings for the, for the second half of the podcast because oh, I've got a few things and I'm going to go down a little bit of a tangent. It's all going to be a like reading table. It'll take fucking ages to get to that. <laughs> <laughs> start at the bottom. No, start at the bottom. It'll be quicker, yeah. No, but... um. Now I've got something planned for the second half. I'm, it's not going to be exciting. People might think I'm trying to be professional. I'm not. Yeah, it's just gonna, he's going to play something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got a new guitar. Oh, there we'll we go. See. You can play an instrument. Is. I can. I'm not going to do it on the podcast though. But for those who are listening, I'm holding up the Watching. Telecaster. Watch out! Look at the Telecaster. Look, you can see yourself as well. Woo! I can play. I didn't just buy a guitar for no reason. It's nice to just have a guitar in the background, though, isn't it? So yeah, yeah just I'm just adding to the the mess that is the the shirt hanging yeah. area. <laughs> shirt <wall. laughs> the shirt, if you can call it a wall, I don't know, yeah. but yeah. And I got a new drummer on as well. I got this off Vinted. Oh, <laughs> Yet again, the feature. We love it's Vinted. a nice sweater, a Levi sweater. So thanks, yeah. Mister. JJRO5 from Vinted. That's very nice. I've been following a couple of football shirts on Vinted. Oh, good lad. What we what, what, what was on? Granada. Oh. Yeah. Or both Granada. You said a couple. Oh, no, just Granada. No, there's, there's, oh, okay. there's others. Um, Tigres from Mexico, Real Betis, and... There's one more, Olympiacos. Ooh. I'm just thinking, ooh, shall I <clears throat> deliberate in which one I should go for and how cheeky I should be with um, undercutting what the actual price is? <laughs> That's the whole point. I always undercut. <laughs> Take the piss. They can only say no. 50p. <laughs> so, yeah, 50, 50 pence. <laughs> Fuck you. You pay me for it. <laughs> <laughs> And I cost you more to post it. <laughs> Jesus. But um, speaking of Europe, well, I say European teams, but speaking of Europe, um, we were just talking before we literally press record because I was watching the um, Ajax Feyenoord derby and um, mad scenes over there. Like, and I, 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 I mean, so if, you ha- if you're not already aware, um, the game was abandoned because the, the Ajax fans... Uh, through flares, through flares, um, onto the pitch in the fifty-fifth minute. But there was an earlier incident in the game, so I think it was already it was like it was either one or two. No, I can't remember now. But um, I think it was at two 0 They threw a flare on the guy was chucked out the stadium, and then you're watching it and thinking, oh god, like fair enough, it's some pyro. But then when it started throwing it on, I remembered that the Feyenoord fans are actually banned and from the fixture. So, oh. yeah, so for the past, I think the, it's 10 years, I think it happened in 2014, something similar, because the fans are always fighting stuff anyway, and it's pretty heated, um, and then there was pyro and bothering the grounds and stuff, so 
both sets of away fans are um, banned from the corresponding fixtures. So when I was watching it happen, I was like, oh, what a dickhead. And then I thought, oh, maybe a Feyenoord fan's like um, snuck in or something. But then just realised actually it's just the Ajax fans going absolutely mental because um, they're getting hammered after 56 minutes. They're 3-0 down at home and uh, they haven't had the greatest start to the season. You um, Europa League have lost one and uh, drew one. I think it was Ludogratz they drew with. I can't, I can't remember. And then... Um, I'll touch on that in a bit. Uh, and then they, they've stumbled in the league, but they, they're, they're like Feyenoord were about four or five years ago. They seem a bit in transition now because they've obviously sold like massive players over the time, like the Lit and stuff. And... Um, some of them, what, what's his name? The one who was into Chelsea and did nothing and got shipped out to... Ziyech. Yeah, Ziyech. And then um, the guy who's rotten, at, um, what do you call it? Man United, what's his name? Oh, what's his name? Van der Beek. Van der Beek. Uh, like, they've sold, like, sold big name players that I can't remember the name of. <laughs> <laughs> That's how big the names are. But like, They've always been a team that do that and they've always managed to come through, but they seem to be bringing the youth through again in a different kind of standard. It seems like it's all came, came to a head, but like after the game, the, the, the stupid thing is, we were talking about it last week, about that game that got, well, I say last week, two weeks ago on the last pod, about um, that game getting abandoned after like the 90th minute or whatever. Yeah. This is 56 minutes, the three and a lot, and they haven't obviously made an announcement at, at present what it's like, ten, well, sorry, Tampa State now. And the game is played at like two o'clock. They haven't released the thing. They've just said that they'll decide how the fixture will be resolved in in the it's, coming days. It was three nil to Feyenoord, wasn't it? Yeah, fifty five minutes in was it? To be honest, uh, what 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 they should probably do is play the last thirty five minutes behind closed doors and just make it done by. Yeah, that would make sense. It's just mad, and like I thought about like because like final have had like a check and like check a past and stuff like with the league because they're one of like one of the biggest followed teams in 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 uh, the Netherlands, and it like I've got obviously a little bit of a affiliation with them, hence why I bought this shirt from China because I can't I can't I didn't want to spend sixty quid on a shirt and then get it shipped over for about twenty quid as well. Uh, so I bought it for £16 extra large and it's probably uh, extra large kids because it, it it's not getting over these nips like so <laughs> so that's why it's kind of hanging there in the corner fits your elbow it's the first shirt <laughs> <laughs> yeah fits my elbow my left testicle um large left testicle um but they seem to like turned it around obviously Onslaught was um won the league last season and they're doing alright in Europe um it's just, it's, I don't know, I just look at that, I think Ajax fans, and it's like it's like Man United fans as well. It's like they've had it their own way for so long. And the first sign of trouble, it's like they're literally trashing the stadium. That's not Man United fans. Man United fans just stormed the pitch and stuff. No, they just get, get like, angry for the Premier League. It's yeah, just, just, yeah, put it into some context, really, don't you? I mean... To be devil's advocate, it's like, do you accept like, that things have changed and there's a changing of the guard and stuff in the league, which always happens like Liverpool did 
mm-hmm. um, through the 80s and then in the 90s with Man United and stuff. Man United had that weird period and I think we're now in that transition or have been in that transition now for the past five years to Man City being the dominant force, not just yeah. in England, but in in Europe and stuff. And it's just like, I don't know, I always just look at like top clubs and when they lose their minds, I just love it. I just love it because oh, it's like... Football. Absolutely love it. I can't get I just enough think it's it. a bit entitled, do you not? Yeah, because I don't, especially when some of them say, oh, our club, oh, it's the end of the world. Oh, blah, blah, blah. It's like, look at fucking teams at the bottom of the football league or like, like teams like <laughs> East Zurich, <laughs> whose chairman just decided, oh yeah, you're not a team anymore. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you have to take it with some perspective, really. They're still in, like, especially at like Man United, they're still in the Champions League. Like, I don't know. It's, it's like, <laughs> like I saw. I saw the protests for Southend. Uh, they got beat to get. Um, they got beat at the weekend, but um, their fans had a massive thing to try and get Martin out. The guy who's in charge there, and, and it's just like, it's, uh, I don't know. It's like I, when I say devil's advocate, I always think it's like, well, fair play to them for not allowing the standards to drop. Yeah. But then at the same time, it's like you kind of just go around smashing your own stadium up. It's <laughs> yeah, like you've yeah. had a rough start of the season. Lost a I wonder if there's things. more things behind the scenes that we're not privy to. Do you reckon but... it's going to, after today's results, do you reckon it's going to happen at Chelsea? <laughs> Chelsea next. <laughs> I'm loving, the, do you know what it is? I'm loving Absolutely. Chelsea being shite though. Like, it's, oh, it's, it's fantastic, isn't it? But the, the thing is though, <laughs> ultimately it's going to cost Pochettino his job. And I don't think Pochettino's like an elite I think that, manager. I think He's a good manager. Good. I think the the whole Chelsea ethos has gone from buying overpaid superstars to buying overpaid youngsters overnight, and they've got no sort of like structure identity. Do you know when we talked about a couple of what some of our early pods when a team loses their like core and their identity, they start to mm. drop off like an absolute shit heap, like Leeds did. Mm. You know that's what Chelsea are doing at the moment. They're losing any core know. or any identity. They've got no identity anymore. Like I just I just feel like with Chelsea, like I don't know, like throw money at things and hope for the best. Like they're a bit I like just when, don't get what... when United's transfer policy with um, whoever's trending on Twitter, we're gonna put a bid in for them. Yeah, sign them. Like it's mad like I look at I look at Chelsea and obviously they got beat again. But I think context wise Villa beating Chelsea it's not really a surprise. Like, no. I, like when I looked at that, I was like, oh, "Yeah, fancy Villa," but I just think, like with, like you're saying, like Chelsea's identity and stuff, and I don't really know what their identity was. I suppose it was like not Galacticos, but like they would sign big name players, it's and like, they have changed yeah. it. But like, I don't get what Todd Bowley's trying to do because he's he's obviously had a structure and he had, nah, he had, but now like. It's, he's blatantly not realised, like, because he's put these people and thought, oh, there's a loophole, and put them on six, seven, eight-year contracts, and then it tip, ticks over. But if they don't get in the Champions League again next season, they're fucked. Yeah, they will be. Next. They're not, not going to make the Champions League this season. No, and then if they don't make it this season, they don't make it the season after. They're not playing in Europe at all. So if they keep not making the Champions League because they they're becoming the Chelsea of the nineties that we all remember that finished mm. like fourteenth regularly and <laughs> before yeah, that sucks. before they had Abramovich maybe that's all they're doing mm-hmm. 
maybe they had Abramovich. He took them up to where they they were overinflated, and now they're just dropping back to where they were originally and where they always have been. <laughs> like it's, uh, maybe that maybe that's back. just the way it is. But no, I no, think it's, it's I think it is more that Todd Bowley just doesn't have a clue, and I think those long term deals where the fee is going to be split over eight years that is going to come to bite them in the arse eventually because it's, it's, it's like sorry because what i was going to say is the thing instantly that wrecks that is that if they need to offload a player none of them players are going to go no like harry 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 Arda, forest he's on like 40 grand a week now and there's loads of like media outlets saying that he's there He's refusing to terminate his contract because he has. I think he's played like a game in the past two years, if that. Mm. But why would he? Yeah, why exactly. would you? Why would you go? Oh yeah, I'm gonna. No, yeah, for, just don't pay his forty grand a week anymore. It's not his fault. No, like I hated Jack Rodwell for doing it, but there come a time where the club was going bust and he was still wouldn't go, and it's like, well, mate, like there's got to be nothing left for anybody. Whereas Harry Arter, it's like, well, you're in the Premier League. You've spent millions and millions and millions on players. You've got hundreds of millions back in here. You're paying me forty grand a week. I don't have to do anything. Fair play to them, but that's what's going to happen to Chelsea. Like... The, worst, the worst thing was it. They're big, so they're big money signings, but they're not necessarily big money this season. They're big money spread over the years of the contract, aren't they? So they sell one of these players that they've signed for like eighty hundred million pound in mm. two years' time. For the next six years after that, they're still paying for him, <laughs> even though he's it's, not there anymore. Like that—that's just... that's one of the bizarre things that will be happening. So they're they're using their budget every season, and every season they don't get into Europe, their budget mm. is going to get lower, and then their budget is going to be taken up by just solely these payments they've made this season over X amount of years. So well, I think the one. I think the one thing we're taking for granted is the fact that nobody expected them to do what they did with the players they wanted to offload as well. So, like, you're forgetting that this Todd Bowley's like the American owner, but like it's backed by Saudi money. Yeah. So, though, like, I suppose that's the get out of jail clause of all of this that then just say, well, actually, we need to get rid of a couple of these players. So, we'll just sell Mudrick to Al Etifak for 100 million. Done. Yeah, that's it's just so. Dodgy. It's just uh, dodgy, dodgy. But outside of um, the Dutch league, mm-hmm. ever a daisy, easy, easy, easy. Um, <laughs> you seen? You watched the Barca game, didn't you? Yeah, I, I only saw the results. I didn't know what it was like. Had an eye on it. Yeah, Celta Vigo were two 0 up. I mean, to be honest, like nine minutes left, two 0 up. I mean, that's. You, you expect, like, you're probably going to see this game out. They mm. are away from home, but... Yeah. And then, yeah, Barcelona score three. Are you goals. more disappointed in Santa Vigo or, or impressed by Barca? Disappointed in Santa Vigo. Hmm. Because that tells me, if you're 2-0 up with nine minutes to go against Barcelona, you've outplayed them for the majority of the game. Or mm. you not outplayed them, but they've you've shown resilience to withhold Barcelona were pretty much just attacking like constantly mm. I mean you could see the the goals were going to come but they weren't clinical enough if, I, if like the possession stats tell you that Barcelona dominated possession 
But if you look at mm-hmm. shots, 15, 13, South Vigo had seven on target, Barcelona had six. So it is mm-hmm. quite an even game in that sense. Like Barcelona weren't doing anything with their possession. And we talked about that before, haven't we? Like you can have uh, all the possession in the world, but if you don't do anything with it, then pointless. Well, so Vigo are probably quite comfortable in the fact that Barcelona can have the ball if they're not doing anything with it. And then nine minutes of madness and they score three goals. Three <laughs> <laughs> two. You'll be gutted if you're a Salvigo player. Copy in Madrid. Copy in Madrid. Madrid yeah, just seem like, to do that. They seem just... to start playing in the 80, 89th minute. Yeah, well, Jude Bellingham anyway. <laughs> yeah, he switches <laughs> on. Jude Bellingham but turns I... up in the 80, 89th minute for or 91st minute for Real Madrid and wins them a game. Just drags them through. They just That's all Real had. Jude Bellingham. Real... <laughs> I know. It was another good game in um, in Spain as well. Um, Real Sociedad. I watched. I was like flicking between it because I have um, IPTV yep. advertisement advertisement here. But um, they won four three today. Um, they were getting beat. Um, kind of a suspect pen. And then the other game I mentioned, which wasn't um, or on at the weekend, but it's that Italian team. Um, I can't pronounce the name of, and you corrected us on um, Sassuolo. 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 Yeah. Beat Juventus four two. Yeah, Juve are a. I. They're not great they're anymore, mess. are they? They are, aren't they? They're one of those other clubs that are losing their identity that we're really loving because they're fucking shite now. And we, yes, uh, yes, yeah. Fuck you. There's a shout out to Girona as well. Hmm. Girona. Team in Spain. Mm-hmm. They're currently. I, I, know, I know. I'm saying. Second. I know who's Girona. <laughs> second joint on joint top with Barcelona on points, sixteen points. They won five three at the weekend against Mallorca. Oh really? They're joint top of the league at the moment, six games in. Well, speaking of which, um, nowhere. <laughs> sp- speaking of coming from absolutely nowhere, um, the guy so, I think it's from Ferrari. <laughs> Um, we so at the end of last season, out of nowhere, um, Fabrizio Romano said that we were going to appoint him. This guy called Ferroli, I'm pronouncing it wrong, but anyway, and he was. We I think we talked about it on one of the other episodes or something yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. or offline, and then we looked into him a little bit. But he's um he's he's then didn't come to us. We kept Mowbray, which I was happy about, and um he's currently manager at Nice, who are top of the of league off. Oh, the old French one. I know. Now I'm thinking, hmm, maybe you could have done a job at the old uh, studio, but like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I knew nothing about him. But now he's 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 rocking the French league, having the time of his life. And um, uh, the the, the only reason it kind of stood out again is I think they were playing Monaco, maybe, and Balogun, who's just signed for Monaco, missed two penalties on his <laughs> debut. That is brutal. That is one way to do it, isn't it? <laughs> it's really one way to do it. One way to introduce yourself to the fans. How, how am I going to do this? I'm going to miss two penalties. <laughs> They're going to love me. I mean, gonna... <laughs> <laughs> the newspapers were written. Yeah, exactly. My God, that's a proper. That's that. That's that's normally what happens for like a a Sunderland striker's debut. It's been a long time, like Ross Stewart and stuff. Like even he didn't have the best of starts. He looked like a donkey, but then. But yeah, we haven't like I don't think we've had a good striker start and debut 
probably since maybe Darren Bent. Mm-hmm. That's a long time ago. It is a long time ago. Do you, yeah. do you reckon the way the way Ligon has started? Do you reckon See, we could probably no, no 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 uh has started? <laughs> do you reckon we should keep an eye on this because PSG haven't started particularly well? They've lost two games already, which is a shock for them in that league. They've drawn mm-hmm. two, lost two. They're currently seventh. Are we going to have someone win league uh, this year that isn't PSG? Oh, oh, we oui, oui. <laughs> I think so. Hello, but, um, <laughs> I know. How about Nice? Nice is um, the only team. That... Well, Marseille and Nice are the ones that haven't lost yet. Oh no, and Rennes. Marseille lost. Rennes haven't lost either, but mm. Rennes uh, well, won five. So, so yeah, <laughs> so, fair play. Yeah, I think nah, it'd be nice to, wouldn't it? I mean, I don't massively follow the French league, but I do think there's a lot of um, I do think there's a lot of like prospects come out of the French league. Like we've signed some, yeah. Um, so I probably should keep more of a more of an eye yeah. on it. But... I think maybe we'll we'll do a little two minute segment on the French league going forward, just to keep an eye on it because it might be one of those leagues that might have a. Interesting. different winner this year considering how mm-hmm. PSG are playing unless PSG just pull it out of the bag they've had a lot of changes in their squad well, the um, Gay signed about 8 players or something didn't he? Yeah and they've lost a lot as well, a lot of their key players they got Mbappe still but obviously he's going to drag them through yeah, He's a weirdo league. isn't he? Yeah. Well they're, they're currently beating Marseille 2-0 Oh are they? Mm-hmm. Hakimi and uh so that will move them up to third. There you go. Interesting. But yeah, Brest but... are currently first. I didn't just want to shout Brest for no reason. Brest. Brest. <laughs> <laughs> Grow up, Matt. Grow up. <laughs> or Star Brestois. Brestois. Yeah, I think no, but I, but I love when something like upsets the norm like yeah. you know like when we think about Leicester and that like Leicester was I wouldn't even class Leicester as like upsetting the norm because that was just like an anomaly mm. like I, I like when Monaco won the league and and like Liverpool won the league like you'd expect Liverpool currently to like compete for it so it wasn't mm. like a shock but it's just nice to see other people win it like this season in, in the championship like as much as I would love something to go up and like not because I want to be in the Prem, but just because it's a bit of success in that and shows progress. Yeah. I'd absolutely love Ipswich to win the league. At the minute, just the way they're playing football and McKenna, oh, can it lose? Uh-huh. Like I think his win percentage at the minute is like eighty-seven percent win percentage over the last twenty games. That's that's football manager. Mm, it is it is he's playing he's playing football manager in real life. <laughs> And it's infuriating. <laughs> <laughs> so while we're still in the in France, mm-hmm. well, oh, we we Lyon, we we on Lyon. Oh, Lyon! What's going on in Lyon? Well, I know we said <sighs> it before, but we were thought we thought we mentioned this about two games ago and said they got some key <laughs> games coming up against Le Havre, and good old Brest. And what what's happened, Gary? Um, <laughs> these games, they should win these games. Well, just before I jump into it and say the results, they um, 
the the the, the, the re, uh, what's it called the inspirational speech where they berated the whole the fans berated the whole team thousands of them has clearly not had the desired effect because they like I mean home. they drew nil nil <laughs> and and then they got beat one nil and um, they remain for the season two points without a win yeah and I think so, yeah to put perspective in the teams they're playing. I know Brest are top of the league at the moment, but Brest mm. finished 14th last year and narrowly avoided relegation. And Le Havre are newly promoted. <laughs> so, mm. yeah. It's a dire straits for Leon Because I always just think Leon are always there in in, in the top yeah. of their top of the league. It's Seventh just strange. Year. So maybe but, we could have seen it. Uh, I mean... Seventh Even with a plus still. eighteen goal difference. I mean, they've they yeah no, as as seventh with a star next to it, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the seventh, but the weren't seventh, but they are seventh. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I don't know, but maybe, like maybe maybe it is. Maybe it's just all these clubs that I mean, I know they didn't dominate football and stuff and. The one, didn't they win the league like not so long ago, like within uh, the last 10 years? They have. Um, yeah, they mm-hmm. dominated. If you look at Leon's history, they dominated before PSG won the first, their first title, which was like 2000s or something. It was quite late. Um, Leon won, I think it was like six in a row. Mm-hmm. Like something like this. But Lille are the, mo- are the most recent team to win other than PSG, which was four uh, years ago. Maybe I was thinking of Lille, yeah. But I just like I, maybe it is maybe it's just the it's the, the the changes of the guard across the across Europe really because like Man United on it it's it's and that's that's the thing like I was thinking I've talked to this about me but I always say this on podcast this is the he probably gets his own segment now because I go I spoke to my brother about this <laughs> but in in general like when you think of Man United like our age you think of like them being the club. And it's just strange that there's like, there's like kids half our age that just see Man United as like a, a, like a entitled fan base, like we're yeah. saying, like what we're talking Marvel's about, just because they've done nothing. Yeah. They've won an FA Cup or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just strange. It's like how our parents and stuff have probably talked about Liverpool of old. And you're like, Liverpool, really? And you just don't see it. Yeah. It's just strange because now, like as we're going through, you, you look at like Juventus, like they were like a dominant force, well, like huge. You could probably say like a similar thing to probably us, like a team that was probably really good before we sort of like grew up. We grew up in the nineties, didn't we? So like mm. in the eighties, Everton were incredible, like winning everything. Mm. But then they just dropped off, and they won one FA Cup in the nineties, and that was it. And mm. they struggled with like relegation battles and things. It's not as bad as Man United, but you could say it's on a similar sort of thing to that, isn't it? Like mm. they're sort of we don't remember Everton being amazing like ever, do we? Ah, uh, no, not at all. But in just before our time, they were really good, really, really good. Yeah, and they would have been in Europe if it weren't for like the ban and everything like that. But yeah, I know. Strange. It's just weird to see, but it's like how how you think football, like you've got these institutions and stuff and then literally it just takes either, like we keep talking about one wrong owner, a couple of bad seasons and then just totally implode. Yeah, you think these identity. institutions, like 
like just to circle back to bring us full circle before we go for a break like like i've said about the the final documentary like Feyenoord were like obviously huge and had won one title after title in Netherlands and then during COVID like they were literally on the brink of going bust mm-hmm. you just think like how how can a club that's got that many fans that much following that much revenue generated from them because it's I, I mean I know they're not the biggest club ever but like you are European winners like they've, they've done it before like it's just it's just mad that like I say like a couple of bad seasons or the wrong owner and then that full institution and just like implode completely. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing that could completely happen. But then there's, you're always got the mainstays as well. Like I commend some of these teams that consistently do it. Like you've got your Bayern Munich who mm. just so consistent. And I think a lot of the German, the German model is very good for those teams to stay afloat though. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, I mean, they've got a good rub across you. Oh, here we go. He's dying. See, this is we shouldn't we're recording too early. Yeah. But you think like how they how they treat the fans as well, and you've got fan ownership over there. And I think yeah. if anybody could copy football, like if an alien came down and was like, "I want to know about football," I'd just go put him in the, yeah. in the go to Germany, mate. <laughs> no point in sitting here. Yeah, get yourself yeah. out of Germany. Even Austria, to a sense, I think the Austrians get the train because the trains run for <laughs> the trains <laughs> run <all> the <laughs> Sorry, no. Just look at you look at the teams in the Champions League as well, and you think the teams that are consistently there that are maybe mm-hmm. smaller clubs but seem to always qualify Be for there. the Champions League and always there or thereabouts, like Copenhagen and FC Copenhagen. Mm. You have got your who else? Benfica, like I mean, they're not small, but you know, I mean, like Red Bull, yeah, Salzburg and Leipzig, yeah. And I mean, fair play to them, young boys, Burn from the old young boys in the Wankdorf. Old <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. young, young boys, boys in the Wankdorf. Wankdorf. <laughs> Throw them all in. <laughs> it is good, like that. You do, sometimes you. Do, you have... <laughs> Yeah, I've just got to take your hat off to it, but like, yeah. But anyway, on that note, we're going to take a quick short break, Matt. We are indeed. And then we'll, we'll come back. And welcome back to football. Bloody hell. Bloody hell. That was really harsh on me throat, that, you know. Yeah, it is. I thought I was going to cough it's halfway like through. Gone. We're back. And, uh,. <laughs> I mean, we basically just took a break there so we could swap virtual body fluids of yeah, phlegm yeah. and God yeah, we, stuff. We're just spitting at each other's cameras, yeah. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> kind of, it's taken a, taken a turn, this podcast, like, to be fair. It's a hardcore, softcore pond now. <laughs> spitting at each other's cameras. But never mind. We are back yes, for the second yeah. half. And I want, I'm, I'm going to bring a bit of a lighter note to it. Maybe not for you, but for me, it'll be a lighter note. Because I just want not to do... I know we're going to do our season reviews and stuff halfway through the season, so... I would I would say I don't, it, it is quite a light note. <laughs> it is a light note. But I just wanted to th- see how you're feeling so far about Chef Wed and like what's your thoughts, because I've been asked by a couple of people just to, to, to check in and you basically do a wellness check. <laughs> a wellness check. <laughs> I've not been near any bridges recently. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's not been on Instagram or Twitter for a while. Is he okay? 
And then I start tweeting out that, oh, we're not well. <laughs> oh, we're so not well. Because I've got somebody asking us, can you do a wellness yeah. check on that? So this is what this is. I think shite. Shite. To be honest, the first couple of games where we were losing narrowly and then we started getting some po- we got a point, like, what, five games in? And then, mm. and then I was like, okay. Against okay. Leeds as well, though. Yeah, against Leeds, away from home. I thought, is, this is improvement. We're going to get a turning point. And then we got to start getting battered. And you're thinking, like... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I just think we've scored five goals, which is the lowest mm-hmm. in the league. We haven't conceded the most in the league. We've only conceded 14. Southampton, just a shout-out to them. They've conceded the most in the league. Well done, Southampton. Shout-out Russell Martin. Shout out to Russell Martin. Big negative seven goal difference. I'm not trying to spin this on Southampton. But yeah, <laughs> it's shite. And it, I say it's a light note because two points aren't very heavy, are they? And <laughs> <So, laughs> oh, zero wins just... weighs nothing. <laughs> just, like, what's, what's, the, what's like a, like in the fan base? Is this, is that, is it, we, I suppose the way he's went up and through the playoffs and that and then had Darren Moore been here still, it probably would have been different. So it's a hard story to kind of, it's yeah. like a what if. It's a what if. And I think it was, we were a bit, inevitably everyone's a bit disappointed, to be honest. Mm. Because we've seen how well, we we were toe-to-toe with Plymouth and Ipswich last year for that promotion. Mm. And you look where Ipswich are second. Plymouth are doing pretty well in 12th. And you think yeah, hammered Norwich six yeah, exactly. two, didn't he? And there's us just doing fuck all. Like you think, mm. like we were toe to toe with them last season, and why? What's happened? And I think that Darren Moore leaving is just we could have ridden off that playoff win and been mm. high, but I blame the chairman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think all roads lead to. I'm sorry, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's just a bizarre thing. The guy's obviously like, like, cause he, he's has spent money cause he's paying, he, he's ma- maintained Barry Bannon's wages and stuff. And he's probably had the option to leave and he's probably chose to stay for whatever reason as well. But it's, it's just bizarre. Like, it's just really bizarre that in, and I'm not just saying this to like turn the, turn the knife in you or anything like that, but mm. Even through last season, when you were like pushing and pushing towards the tail end, when it was getting closer and closer to the playoffs, or it, like I never really considered you in that group of the or that the, the, the I wouldn't put you in the level as Ipswich and Plymouth mm. because you went on for like I mean I think as soon as you came off that undefeated spell, yeah. It was he's on different like trajectories. Like yeah. he's deserved to go up, so I was really glad that he's came mm. up because like it would have been shit had he's not went up in the playoffs. Yeah. Barnsley went up. And... I mean, twenty three games and being, you would expect to go up. It's ridiculous. That was ridiculous. <laughs> I just feel like I just don't know why the chairman's pressed self destruct because it's him. Like it's it's clearly his self destruct. It's not Darren yeah. Moore's because well, um, he, he didn't want to spend any money and he wanted us to be sustainable. That was the excuse. I think Darren mm. Moore didn't ask for the, the world, I wouldn't have thought. If he's at Huddersfield now, I can't imagine they've got much different budget to what nah, we have. I would like, say they're probably in the same parameters, really. Yeah, about the same. 
And you think, like, I, yeah, I, I just don't know. Maybe there was a difference in the reason why I think we're doing so bad, though. I think Darren Moore genuinely got the best out of this set of players. I don't mm. think the set of players are that good, but like, it's, he's genuinely got but the best played for him. set of players, and they were playing for him. I mean, Cisco's come in this... and inherited that, and then brought in a load of, I wouldn't say mercenaries, but like just players who aren't probably used to this level or haven't played at this level mm. before or not played in this country before. And like, he's not, they're not playing for him. And there's not that good cohesion around it or like excitement. I think it's like, maybe the players weren't quite good enough to be in the championship, but Darren Moore was mm-hmm. the one who was pushing them to get there. And they were like, yeah, we're mm. going to do it for him. And then when he left, they were not down in tools. I don't want to say they're doing that, but it's maybe it's a case now that they got a manager and who can't get the best out of them. Mm. Well, it's like it's the stuff that you don't see behind the scenes because you can tell Darren Moore is just like a nice bloke, lovely like, guy. I, yeah. want, I want him to do well at Huddersfield. Like I just, yeah, you can tell he's like a nice bloke, and you want him to succeed. But I just think, I don't know. Like I think a person like him in a club. And then leaving, even on good terms, has a because it comes with so much change. Just like even the training times, like because footballers are like pretty, I don't know, pampered princesses, really, aren't they? Like they get like the buzzing when they get a day off, and it's like, well, you work for like four hours a day <laughs> training. That's like, I, I mean, they're traveling. They've got a physically. It's quite de- like really demanding to be fair. Traveling stuff like they're really well paid for it. So there's that's the, the caveat to that, but. I think like he'll train a different way. He'll probably want him eating. He might travel differently. Like there's loads of stuff that you just forget until you start to see these documentaries behind the scenes and stuff and realize how much actually yeah, a new manager can yeah. actually change things. And I just, can I, just disrupt- I think the only go on it. Go on, sorry. Yeah, can no, disrupt- you can things. Mm. Stuff, yeah. So I think the only question I would ask you is: Have you seen anything thus far? To think you could turn it around and actually like win it, like get your first win, and then have a building block. Like I'm not saying the myth, like just genuinely, like is there anything there? Well, before the after that Leeds game, I thought potentially we could start getting a win, and then that it's sort of gone downhill. It's got worse from there. I thought we mm. were improving at that point. I thought, yeah, we're improving here. We got a couple of games against like I don't know, like. Swansea, like they're going to be down there with us. We should realistically be trying to beat Swansea this weekend. Mm. We've just been absolutely dicks by them. And you think, mm. like, why? <laughs> What's happened here? Why? Why has this changed? Because before that, we weren't conceding an awful lot. Of no. Like, like, and we we played relatively well in the first game of the season against Southampton. But bear in yeah. mind how well South, Southampton are aren't doing great, are they? But like... No, at the time, though, they, they, the time, they looked good. Li- literally relegated. I mean, they still had War Prowse when we played them. So like... It, yeah, that's true. And we did pretty well there. I I don't know. I think it's just a lack of confidence, cutting edge, and I think goals as well. There's a time mm-hmm. where we could probably, if we're on top of games, so we've lost a couple of games 1-0 where we've probably had a lot of attempts at goal. And they've not gone in, and mm. then the other team's got one, and that's it. They don't need to do anything else because we're not scoring. I think goals is one of the big problems. 
only scoring five in eight games is not great, is it? No. No. But, I mean, it's a long old season, isn't it? Yeah, it's only eight games in. So, you never know. Loads left. I think, yeah. Like, I think, mentioned from that, just talk about Sunderland as well, just because, like, yeah. we... Yeah, I think... What, sorry? Fifth at the moment. Yeah, I mean, we got beat today off Cardiff one nil. I'll come back to that, but I think, I think if you took the table eight games in, or is it eight games or seven? I can't remember. Eight, eight, is it eight? Eight games. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, yeah. Un, just near ten games, and we're sitting fourth. I think the start we had, we lost to obviously we lost to Ipswich, lost to Preston. And then we got knocked out the cup and we had, didn't have a win in three. And it was like, oh shit. Like, this is the season I was expecting when we first came up. Like, it'd be yeah. really tough. And then we went on a run. Um, won three on the spin up until today. Um, drew with Coventry, which was a decent result. So we kind of looked like we'd clicked. And then today, like, we haven't played badly. We didn't play badly again today. Um so I think, sorry, just before I get sidetracked, I think if I was to look at the table and be this many games into the season, seeing where we are, fifth in and amongst it, I just took it. But I just, it's strange because like we got beat off Ipswich, which you at home, and you'd think that's a game we should have won. It was their first game of the season. We should have like beat them. But obviously Ipswich are flying at the minute. And then Preston, they're flying at the minute. So in the context of the games that we've lost and the position we're in now, I think... Yeah, it's, it's it's decent start. Like I'm happy with it so far. Yeah, it's not today, that bad. Today we totally dominated the game. Like Cardiff is so shit. Yeah, like, they're, they're, done, they're really jammy, aren't they? Uh like the I mean they beat Swansea and then I can't remember who they beat after Swansea. They beat us. Was it was it you straight after? I thought it was oh sorry, that's what I'm thinking. Oh, I thought oh, they oh. played you then Swansea. Yeah. Sorry. Um and then Obviously, they've come up here, so this is like that's their third win on the bounce. But for, I watched for like ninety minutes. We didn't really create a lot. We had a lot of the ball. We had a few chances, but we were never in any danger. And then in the eighty-fifth or sixth minute or something, I felt like our right back, who was absolutely knackered because he just run the line all all game, tried to pass it back to the keeper and played it short. It went out for a corner and scored from that con- like. Um, following corner and we just got shit housed because they just defended like it was just grim to watch it and it's like fair play to them because that's their game plan and it's worked but it's yeah. so grim and yeah so we got beat one nil off Cardiff but again we didn't play badly uh, it's disappointing but that's all it is it's just disappointing that we didn't score yeah um but on, on the whole I'm quite pleased with what we're doing like could be what could be a lot worse, but it could be better. So yeah, it could be us. That's what I expect. <laughs> yeah, but it's what I expected from the season. Like if if it comes to Christmas and we're still in this position, then we'd be really really happy. Yeah, I think, the reason. Oh, go on, sorry. Yeah, I think the one thing I'm taking sort of solace by is that we're only eight games in, and two seasons ago, if you took eight games in the league, obviously Derby County were bottom with minus eleven points, right? Who was second bottom at that time? Eight games in, two years ago. Is it Borough? Nottingham Forest. Forest. What happened to them? Uh, they got promoted. <laughs> did I? 
at that point, they had only scored seven goals. They had won a game, but like they were bottom dead last. Because <laughs> Derby had minus eleven, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah that's, it's, that's it's eight thing. games, so it, it, it can change still, can't it? But the reason I mentioned it is just because it was a football manager shithousery game, oh, yeah. and I thought I would do some digging and put together and see who'd put together the best shithousing starting eleven. And I want to see what your thoughts are on it as well. Oh, well, yeah. Are you ready? I am. So it's not it's it's not restricted to the Premier League. There's a lot there's a lot of these players that are Premier League players, um, but it's a it's a three five two uh, formation rather than going for a traditional four four two, which is a shit house shit tactic. A shit house the... tactic, I'd say. What, what did you say? It was four four five three. I'd say sh- it's three five two the actual formation, but I would it's say a, it's it's they've not went for a, tr- a traditional four four two, which no, is like I, a proper shit shithouse. I do think a three five two can be a very shithousery formation. Just to get my opinion <laughs> on this, three centre backs, uh-huh. two wing backs when you're in defence, three central midfielders that could play defensively. <laughs> <laughs> the two wingers could drop in as defensive midfielders just in front of the fullbacks as well. And then you just have one lump up front. That's a shithousery tactic to defend a lead, if anything. You've got, you've got nine well, players behind the ball. <laughs> like it's like... Well, you've, you've pretty much named, you've, you've nailed it. So <laughs> in goal, um, there went Jens Lehmann. Right. So um, he's played for obviously Schalke and Arsenal and Dortmund and stuff. And I remember him being a bit of a like he, he, just being a bit of a dick uh, in general, um, but he was part of the Invincibles, and uh, it didn't stop him from like being a knob to strikers all the time. <laughs> so they went with y- Jens Lehmann. Now I'm going to say three centre backs. Two of them played together, and they played together for this where you'd probably expect them to. So if I named them, you would expect them to be at that club. So just name two centre backs, and they're not Premier League centre backs. What name two centre backs that I think would be absolute wankers when they're playing? Uh huh. In, in real life, play together. Yep, yeah, he's one. <laughs> he's an opet. <laughs> he's in. Uh, Sergio Ramos. He's in there, yeah. Yeah. And then think of another centre back that had a really um, infamous shithousery moment at a World Cup. He was the oh. recipient of the shit. Uh, Matarazzi headbutted by Zidane. Yeah, <laughs> can you imagine playing that? Being a lone striker against them three, you'll end up just with broken legs. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, though, they wouldn't get sent off. That's the best thing about those three. Like, they could break your legs in front of the referee and go, <laughs> and the ref would be like, Oh, yeah, didn't do anything. <laughs> like, I, so, I think, was as it, I was reading those. Was it Sergio Ramos uh-huh. who like dislocated Mohamed Salah's arm in the Champions League <laughs> final in the first minute, and then like just like and then went, but he literally grabbed him and just chucked him on the floor. I know, <laughs> dislocated the shoulder, and then at the award ceremony, he sat next to him and like tapped him on the shoulder and that didn't he? Yeah, I mean, for the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, Pepe's uh, just a, oh, I hated Pepe. He's a horrible. I can't believe he was professional footballer. No, horrendous. He was just a thug, weren't he? Dive all the time. Yeah, bounce. But <laughs> I just, I just, I just smiled when I thought, imagine being a lone striker against them three. Jesus, that'd be awful. And then, um, in 
And now they've said he's a holding midfielder, but they've, they've got a choice of three holding midfielders, like you said. But I'll, I'll, I'll just to speed this up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you've got Mark Van Bommel. Oh, right, yeah. Can you remember, can you remember that um, karate kick in the, in the final with yeah. Spain and Netherlands? Was that, it the final or semi-final? Uh, it was the semi-final. I think it was the semi-final, wasn't it? Uh, I think so. Yeah, that, that game was horrible, wasn't it? Just lashed the shit out of them. Wasn't it kick, like... Kick them, so spin. Wasn't it like 12 or 14 yellow cards or cards in that game? Like most Young players, had a horrendous challenge as well, didn't he? Most players get book, got books in that game as well, didn't they? Yeah, it was they horrendous. They each other constantly. Yeah, Howard, Howard Webb fought 14 players to be carded by... That's mad, isn't it? <laughs> oh, sorry, it was the World Cup final. Oh, it was the final? Um, yeah. That's how much we remember that it was the World Cup final. It was that shite. I know. Was it the World Cup final then? Was it the one that um, Iniesta scored the winner? 1 0. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Shithouse. Yeah. And and then. It's World Cup final ever. I know. And then then in front of Van Bommel, you've got Joey Barton. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> and, and Scott Brown. They'd just be a button each other. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have a Kieran Dyer-Lee moment, wouldn't you? I mean, I get the shithousery. I mean, Scott Brown was a decent midfielder, though, weren't he? Yeah, he was, like, angry all the time, but he was a decent midfielder. I think he's a better player than what you'd expect him to be, just because yeah. of... um. Just because he's, like, obviously booking captains and stuff like that, but in fairness, he was, like... He was a good. I think he was a good player. You'd think he'd be all right, but he's just been sacked. Well, not just recently. Recently sacked from uh, Fleetwood. Mm. Shame. <laughs> funny, funny that uh, Joey Barton was also a Fleet. What was Fleetwood like? I don't know. Fleetwood get... shit house. Yeah, they're going to get Ian as man- manager next. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for him to retire and appoint him. <laughs> but then, um, on the left hand side of midfield, you've got Craig Bellamy. Right. Yeah. I can see Dick. why he's in there. Yeah, and on the right side of midfield, you've got El Hadjouf. <laughs> I mean, who's captain in this team? Wait, I'll finish the team, and then we'll, we can decide who's the captain. And then up front, you've got a partnership of Luis Suarez and Diego Costa. <laughs> Brutal. Do you know what? I wish, I wish it was a real thing, and we could have seen this team play. That is how amazing would that have been? Yeah. And so, who should we make captain of that team? I think you'd probably have to make like Sergio Ramos or someone like that captain. Trenton. Yeah, because he's trying to lead him from the back, and he he'll tell everyone to kick people's <laughs> shins constantly. <laughs> Scott Brown will tell him to fuck off, and then they'll have a fight. Joey Barton will get involved. I feel like this team is more likely to turn on each other than actually defend a lead. I feel like they're just going to beat the shit out of each other. Mm. Rather than, like, we're up, we're one nil up. Suarez has scored a banger because he, he, he will score a banger out of nowhere. <laughs> He's been sent off for biting someone. So now we've got to defend a lead. <laughs> like, Costa, you stay up front. We'll just kick the ball to mm-hmm. you when we need it. Everyone defend. Al Hanku doing his air over there somewhere. And then he's throwing golf clubs. And the rest of them are fighting in the middle. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a few 
honourable mentions, but what I was going to say is um, to make a nice segue into, um, I would make the manager Neil Warnock because he's a shit house on the oh. sideline as well. And um, obviously he's left Huddersfield and made way for Darren Moore and he's, he's already eyeing up a new job because it's a strange thing. He's probably didn't want to, didn't want to be there and he's kept it on and sounds like there was an agreement that if, if he wasn't feeling it anymore, that he would step aside and somebody else would come in, which is what they've done. Yeah. But, in the name of being in the dugout for um, <laughs> Shit House Eleven, I pulled up some of his famous quotes, um, <laughs> and uh, just to finish up the pod, I'm going to rattle some off at you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, go for it, mate. So I don't think we've got a discipline problem. It's the players who are thick who are causing the problems. <laughs> uh, next quote is: I remember the day they saw Brian Dean and uh, Fjord Toft. It was like President Kennedy had got shot. <laughs> uh, the money players are on these days is immoral, but you can't knock it. <laughs> uh, and I think uh, I think one of the most famous ones as well. You've got to die for a. You've got to fucking die for three points. <laughs> and it said, if something's not right, we give out about it. He is almost a Yorkshireman with a Portuguese accent. <laughs> I don't know who he's talking about there. But then just some of the other ones as well is um what he's like he, I mean he's got some absolute stinking comments for referees, but um one of his quotes was uh, David Ellery was that far away, he would have needed binoculars. I really think it's about time we use the means to sort these things out rather than relying on some bald headed bloke standing fifty yards away. Oh wow. Absolute wins. Uh <laughs> <laughs> he's a disgrace. I'd call him a sewer rat, but that's an insult to sewer rats. <laughs> Talking about El Adjuf. <laughs> they get off well then in that team, wouldn't they? <laughs> oh, yeah, class. Uh, <laughs> he's just, he's, he's an absolute legend of the game, like, to be fair. He's a total dick, but, like, you've got to love him. But there, there we are, mate. We've reached the end and a yeah. nice way to end the podcast this week. So thank you for anybody who's listened and managed to get through the nasally experience of episode yeah. 15. Um, but yeah, we're back on normal routine now. So there'll be yeah. another pod dropping on a weekly basis for you. And I think we're going to actually preview some of the football manager stuff. Because the, yeah. the release is just round the corner. Yeah, the new football manager is out in November. Um, so yeah, we're going to preview some of that because we both regularly play it. Have you got a save? Uh, just just to leave with everyone with some thoughts. So you got a current save you're playing, Gary? Uh, I've I am still currently um, Red Bull Salzburg, and if I win the league this season, I'll make them the most successful Austrian team in history. Ah, do you need a Red Bull? Have won the league more than anybody and... else. I know I need to buy one of the shirts, but I can't buy XLs from China anymore. Yeah, too small. Too small. And I'm currently as Aris Saloniki. Oh, for God's sake. You go deep. Uh, No, Greek Greek Super League. Like, they're half decent. I know, but like, I, I mean... This is why we became like, friends, though, because I, I've not known anybody who could just be like, oh, I've got a tricky tie next week. <laughs> Rattle off some Greek team. I'm like, where the, where the hell is that? Do you want me to tell you? And, got, and then, and then pull out, and, and then actually, 
after you've said that though, then pull out their shirt, like a legitimate <laughs> shirt. And say, oh, I've got this shirt on holiday. Some of their squad though, I was, when I took over him on Football Manager, I was surprised. Uh, Moses Odebajo, do you remember him? Played in the championship. Um, Moses. <laughs> they had uh, Javinho. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Is he still playing? Yeah. <laughs> well, how far, I wonder how far back his hairline is now. <laughs> it's about a week. <laughs> I'll just read some other of their players that I recognised when they were in there. Um, Vladimir Derrida, I recognised. Oh, yeah. Um, Turbe. Uh Oh, I know that. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know who uh, you mean. Bubikar Kamara, Rafa Camacho, Andre Gray. <laughs> Andre Gray's out there. Inter- Atebo. <laughs> They've got Andre Gray, like? a somewhat reject Premier League Championship <laughs> European 11 that are all over 33 years old. And I thought, I looked at them and I thought, they need a rebuild. Because <laughs> <laughs> after one season. They all fucking retire. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. But to be fair, though, you're stripping them of their identity. What, getting rid of You'll have them protesting there. soon. Yeah. To be fair, My God. I, I've, I finished in the first season. I, I joined them like halfway through, I think it was, because I went as unemployed and then just sort of, and they were doing quite badly. So I, I picked them up because I recognised quite a few of their names. And then I um we finished eighth in the first season. That's all. Out of fourteen. Oh. <laughs> rough. Yeah, rough. Um but well, then just started the second season now. Some of the older players I've not got got rid of all the older players. Javinio's gone, by the way. He <laughs> he's gone. Um what dead. <laughs> just killed him off yeah. <laughs> he was that old <laughs> I've still got Andre Gray um, Wanaturbe's gone as well but like <laughs> he died as well right? <laughs> but no it's um, it's interesting because I've they've they got hardly any Greek players <laughs> so, yeah, no quarters in Greek. I've, I've signed a few like younger Greek players to sort of like replace some of the older guys that are coming in mm. to give them a bit more of an identity. And we're currently but... fourth after six games and we've beaten um, Panathinaikos and drawn with AEK Athens. So, I mean, that's not, that's, good. Too, that's not too bad, is it? So, no, no. And we lost heavily to what... Olympiakos. In the first six games, we played all those three already, so... Well, currently, because uh, I've got it on in the background here, like not while we're recording, but I've just got that like actual game you, open. Do you just win the league without losing? Now is that is that sort of the thing you do? That's what I'm. Tr- that's what I'm trying to do. I haven't lost a game. I've won fourteen, drawn two. I've got a goal difference of plus thirty five, forty four points. But uh, SK Rapid Vienna, um, they're having an unbelievable season as well. So like, they they've they've lost one and drawn one, and they've got a game in hand. So. So um, I'm they're gonna win. So I'm basically a point ahead of them, and half like over halfway through the season. But for for Salzburg, it's like the Champions League. But what I'll do is rather than um dive into it now, we'll save this for next week so we can go into your game, we'll go into my game, 
and then we'll preview some of the stuff in in the new football manager that we're looking forward to as well. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna call it a nightmare because I I feel like I'm sweating bullets as as we like to say, <laughs> and uh, I don't know how long I can keep this coffin that I needed to do at the start of recording. Yeah. Fair enough, mate. Well, <laughs> but thanks everybody for listening. It's good to be back. And uh, yeah, Matt, you can you can finish us off for the yeah, yeah. finish us off. <laughs> <laughs> it's been one of those podcasts. <laughs> finish us off. I'm just going to finish us off here. Yeah, thanks everyone for watching. <laughs> um, join us next week when you won't have this nasally mess unless one of us has decided to keep it just for a laugh. Mm. <laughs> and we'll yeah we'll update you on our football manager saves and we'll do a bit of touch on that and then our usual nonsense hope you enjoyed